One thing. You about to lose your job. Get this dance. Yeah, get this dance. You about dance. to lose your job because you are detaining me for nothing. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your Detaining me for nothing. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. How T-Pain do it? Oh, they do that whole little head thing. I don't know. Whatever the little chest thing. Then yeah. Mario and Kitchen with the. Oh! I suppose. Where 45 used to be. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, folks? I am Dr. Socks. And I am Dr. Jones. Welcome to another episode of the Quarantine Snacks Podcast, aka yep. PQSP. Where you come for the snacks, but you leave with some soul food. Don't you miss the soul food? I missed it, bro. Mm. I missed you. Man. I missed this. Missed it. We're going to talk about it, though. We don't talk we about have it, to talk about it. We don't have a choice. Brian, I'm going to tell you right now, before we get into it, yeah. I know you yeah. voted for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> there was like 5,000, I think, people in Tennessee. 50,000 total. Bruh, what? Listen, I am, I am a fan of his music. Bro. And... Uh, Maybe college dropout kind of, yeah, I'd have thought about it. Oh, but, yeah, uh, I would have considered I would have considered Graduation, kind of, late registration. Oh. Uh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Uh, but. Mm, considered, okay. though. That I wouldn't cool. have done, I would have considered yeah. it. I and saw it, a post, I saw a post that, uh, that, that put his numbers up, you mm-hmm. know, with, uh, with Biden and Kamala, mm-hmm. um, and also with Trump, and the end of the post said, uh, how could you be so heartless? <laughs> For all the Kanye fans, y'all know, and I love, I love his music. Um, Man, production's wild. Yeah, I respect yeah. his 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 art and his craft. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, uh, anyway, Man, did I tell you I got a homie that's on Jesus Walks? What? Yeah, I got a homeboy that used to sing. Uh, I think it's Jesus Walks. At least I don't know if it was the final cut, but I do that's know that he used to sing with the Harlem Boys Choir. And, wow. uh, yeah, man. That's fire. Kind of crazy, bro. But I, I'd rather Kanye give us tracks yeah. than to give us yeah. whatever he's been giving us. But, you know, I think in time, um, he could possibly build a team. I don't think he's going to stop. I just put it this way. I think that he's a very creative individual. And I think that mm. his level mm. of creativity and want to create, mm-hmm. I actually think if he ran and actually had a chance it would limit his creativity because huh. i huh. think of you know the policy side yeah the, uh, understanding regulation understanding yeah. how to navigate you know yeah. or, uh, republican i think right bipartisanship yeah. birthday party is what he wanted to be but he ran as an independent so i'm just saying like i just want him to create i want him to yeah. create and whatever future forward thinking stuff he has I would like for him to still influence culture, let that bleed Absolutely. into, you know, local whatevers. Mm. But uh Yeah, I agree. We got some really good news this morning though. Oh boy, really did we good, good did news. We? What what um, happened? I th- Was it something? I think it has something to do with a projected winner. Oh. Of what? Of the NBA finals? No, that was already LeBron James. Ah, the king. Yes, yes. Bubble Brian did it. <laughs> Bubble the Brian. Background. The washed king. Uh, no more. <laughs> Never was washed. But uh, we, yes. Uh, so not that championship, yeah. but another other, championship of the free champ. world, I think. Oh, this Ooh. might be the championship. This might be the, and who? Uh, it was who somebody. Was I mean, I think isn't the name of the episode? Isn't it like Biden? I think so. I think it is. 
Right. I think it's Joe. And, Joe. And I think I think his vice president is a uh oh a HBCU Uh-oh. graduate. Uh oh. African American. Uh oh. Is, is she the first? Uh first is oh uh, oh uh, first woman. First whoa. First woman. Whoa. And, and, whoa. And, oh my god. You know. Brother, say it. Say her uh, name uh, like the punctuation. Kamala, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Man. Vice President elect Man. Kamala Harris. That sounds Love it. that sounds real good. That sounds I'm really so proud. Really I'm good, I couldn't man. be prouder um of our nation. Yes. Um, especially of us black folks getting to the polls, getting to the mailboxes, mm-hmm. uh, following up. With your ballots to make sure that they were received. I mean, I mean, this makes me as proud of Black folks as I was in 2008. Mm-hmm. The way they showed up to the polls, uh, folks who had never voted before. Um, I got like a little niece who had voted for the first time. Crazy to see like the turnout. These numbers were outrageous, man. Like, yeah, it makes me feel powerful. Even though Tennessee went red. And I got a whole nother soapbox about, you know, what to do with the Electoral College. Um, I think it's absolutely outstanding that black folks were like, yo, we can do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. This yep. is wild, man. This is wild. A, and, you know, uh, we also, you know, one thing this has also shown us, too, is that, you know, though we are we are happy with the results, uh, almost half of America is not. Uh-oh. <laughs> Get that right. I was like, y'all thought you were doing a good job. And so then uh, I have to remember mm-hmm. that, you know, all of our lived experiences are different. And I still respect people who may have voted a different way. Um, but what I do ask is that um, we continue to be intentional for understanding. Because I, I don't know why they chose what they chose. Mm-hmm. But there was something that he spoke to where they felt that they were heard. And yeah. so for us, you know, and I even like it in the messaging of what we're hearing from uh, the Biden-Harris campaign, mm-hmm. and, you know, as, you know, we continue to get things recounted and stuff, but he's a projected winner. But yeah. even in the language of uniting each other, and it's that, it's just something that I'm more familiar with from the leader of the United States. Yes. Um, you know, not saying, you know, this one side won, I'm just thinking about, the you know this particular like an interest group of one party, but right. even the language of together we mm-hmm. will do mm-hmm. this. I am mm-hmm. everybody's president, and that is just refreshing, just in the language, because I think that yeah. it helps us. It helps model the process of the types of conversations we have around things like politics. So. No man, I totally agree. Van Jones talked about that. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Oh, uh, that right. might be your cousin. Um, but he you might. know, <laughs> right, he can pull up to the family reunion, brother. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, we talked about money over, over <laughs> Bring it with you. And Bring it with you, brother. Reform. We'll take that. To work on that. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah, my man. But yeah, you know, he he talked about how you know how language is not sufficient, but it's it's extremely important as a leader of the free world. You know, the way you talk about racism or don't talk about racism. Um, really um, plays a significant role in what's, what's happening, you know. Yeah. So it's nice to your point to hear Joe Biden um, being the kind of um, kind of left of center uh, person that we know. Um, yeah, man, what you got? I want to know what's going on. What's on your head? What's on your shirt? You know, what's man. on your feet? What's happening? Well, it's crazy, man. I don't know if you want me to go first because uh, I go. got some heat, bro. I go. got some, I got some heat for Here you. We go. I got some heat for you. I throw my love. No, 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 no. You're not going to do me like that. Because I I called you early and you was like, I got some heat, something light. And you just left it at that. It's super light. Usually every time you say super light, it means fire. And this might be something you've seen already. I got a feeling I've shown it to you. But it's just what I threw on with the shirt. So first, let's start with God is dope. We know God is dope. You know, what I love about this brand, about this shirt, is that as I have my personal... Uh, kind of journey through what I believe, what I feel, what I understand. I feel like that there's a, you know, as long as I can conceptualize God and kind of the, the, the way I do, and like this really speaks to me, right? This doesn't say like Christian God or you know, Muslim God or, mm. you know, the nature God, right? It says God. And, I, and personally, I love that. Um, although I do, do think the brand is rooted in Christianity. Um, 
So God is dope. We know a black brand. You've seen another shirt like this that I've had. Mm -hmm. This one I had to pick up when they had to sell. Black women matter. Obviously, they do. You know, um, a couple examples of black women that matter uh, that these young black women will be able to see are Stacey Abrams. We're going to talk about her a little bit later. Kamala, uh, President, uh, Vice President-elect. Keisha Bottoms, more hard in the A. Uh, we talked about the squad earlier. Uh, so Ayanna Presley, Ron, Omar. Um, absolutely, all reelected. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, you know, I mean, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I mean, come on, bro. Like, it's just, it's a problem. Um, you, you speak Spanish or you know, a veces, that, a veces. That perfect but man like to to really the, the message here obviously is that black women are important mm-hmm. um they really they matter they made us who we are mm-hmm. and so we want to make sure we, we support them um it's almost christmas time i know thanksgiving coming uh-uh. No one, no one, you know, I ain't tripping about, ain't tripping about Thanksgiving. These are my Christmas socks. Oh, hey, Santa. Holly the bull. Hey. Little, little Mickey Santa. Had show off the socks. That's what Dr. Oh, socks does. I got to show you the socks. Hey, listen, Disney is treating me well. I bought Disney stock <laughs> when it was like $80 a share. $40 oh, streaming. Come on. Come on, bro. I missed everything. I missed, I missed Zoom. I missed, I missed everything but Uber. And Uber is just creeping. It's real yeah. slow. Yeah, Uber's making a comeback. They did a good job because it is delivery service versus just yeah. the, the driving. Yeah. You know, exactly. Of customers smart to diversify that in their clientele. There might be another mm-hmm. podcast spinoff. Okay, but continue. Facts and these these little shoes again. You might have seen these already. Um, these just some little Air Maxes. Uh, you might have seen the ones already. Uh, nothing crazy. A little bubble gum for the mm. check. Oh. A little teal around here. Bring inside. a little closer to the camera. As yeah, it, I think I can see the. The teal, 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 the that's another thing. Your background doesn't look the same. So when we talk about like something new, I'm just like, this is a new setup in the is that, wow. a, whole, is that a whole room dedicated? It is. Office? It is. Okay. I've, I've okay. got a we got a little dedicated office. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, office slash guest room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really nice. I needed more space because you know I'm working from home now, and uh, at least like 80 percent of the time. And and of course, my lady, she's got meetings and things, so it just really helps us to have the extra space. Um, so you know, a little office. Gotta gotta work on some, put some stuff on the wall. So right now it's a little bare, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Happy yeah, to be here. Well, good, 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 man. What you well, got going on, bro? Man, I got a little. I got some little stuff. You know, a little stuff. One of my okay. So my absolute favorite clothing brand um, that I have been following for a couple of years uh, is the hat. Life journey. Life mm-hmm. journey. I love it. It's uh, a guy, uh, Christopher Hudson. I want to okay. say he's out of Kentucky, I believe. My 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 brother, um, Jonathan Collins, put me onto the brand, and I've uh, been following it ever since. Uh, so the hat by Life Journey, um, oh. their main thing is to believe, uh, pursue, and inspire. And okay. so believe in yourself, pursue your purpose, and inspire the world. Mm. Um, I got so much life journey mm. heat in my closet, bro. Okay. I, but okay. it's gonna come out every now and then. So I want to start slight something okay, like with the with Life it. Journey hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I got some stuff in the future, brother. Um, mm. The shirt, brother, we yeah. didn't even talk about this. I didn't know what you were wearing. Did not so, plan it. You know, my <laughs> shirt is by uh, PBJ Goods and Company out okay. of Greensboro. Um, I, I'm not sure if the owner is an Aggie alum, but definitely Aggie affiliated. If not, um, mm-hmm. A lot of his content, I think uh, Darren, Big Baby Brand, I went to school with him. He was got oh, okay, cool. affairs. Yeah, also yeah. on Wild and Out. Um, he does a lot of the promotion. Yeah. He has his brand with them. I don't know what that collaboration is, but it's his people. Um, or, you know, right. they they rock with him. But they got this shirt. I love it. Black women deserve better. Um, so uh, apparently that's been on our mind, man. We, we, we've seen, Absolutely. you know, we've been big on this podcast for talking about um, you know, black women and how they have been marginalized and just how intersectionality just it just pounds on them. And so we take it upon ourselves to make sure we're uplifting our, our, our black women. 
um, not to shun anybody else, but to say right. they don't receive the love that they deserve. Yeah. And we're not seeing it as much from black men. Um, as, as, at least it's not as public. Um, so yeah. I'm excited that we have a platform to be able to talk to that and up our queens. Um, Absolutely. Now, for the heat that you're right. going to be like, oh, bruh, no. bruh. So I, no. I pre-ordered my stuff a while back ago. Okay. Um, my okay. favorite sneaker brand, uh-huh. you know, was Nike. Yeah. But yeah. then, you know, again, all of this is black owned too. Dope. Black owned shoe company, brother. Sire Collective. Now, the owner what? of Sire Collective is Delvin Carter. Um, okay. He's been on TNT uh, with, uh, with with uh, the, the crew, the NBA on TNT. Okay. Um, yeah. Past, yeah. Uh, finals. But he has been releasing heat straight from his website, independent on. He drops stuff every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. Wow. And it sells out in a minute, bro. And so I was able to get me, you know, get in on some pre-orders. He has a line uh, huh. called, uh, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to spell it out. P-H-U-C-K racism. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was socially distancing from racism, right? So he made okay. a shoe and a sock to accompany that. So what? I have the the F racisms. Yeah. The, the jumps. Now what I want oh. too, brother, they're, they're reflective. So um, let me see if I can get it to reflect. Can you see that on that? Nope. Okay. Oh, man. That's fine. That's going to be dope at night with some shorts, yeah. the summertime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here it goes, though. And he goes oh, sneakers, oh, brother. whoa. He has the whoa. F racism sneaker, whoa. bro. Sire Collective on the boy. And I love it, man. With the, with the joint on the back. <laughs> you know, he's got the, he's got the, he even has the, um, the, 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 the varsity jackets, but yo, listen. Yo, reflective a little BC right there. Yeah, that's up hard. close. It got like the coogee look, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. reflective. These jumps heat up. Oh. Stand outside for about ten minutes. These jumps glow like you have never seen. Man, shout out, I bro. love this. So shout out to that Delvin Carter and Sia Collective. Every Saturday they drop stuff. Um, okay. and you know okay. he's independent, which is what I love about it. So I'm just gonna go. Oh, I'm loving that. Sia I'm loving that. And so I'm loving it. Got the box, yo. Like it's a legit. Like it's, this is it's serious. Fire. Like yo. Like <laughs> when this came in. Now listen. The, now the main thing is called trust the process. He's independent. Okay. So if you pre-order and you sitting and you waiting a little while, you know, yeah. a couple of months. Trust the process. Understand that you got trust the process. He gives you a yeah, weekly update process. every week on all the yeah. stuff that's coming. Uh, but you got trust the process. Wow. If you don't, it's it's cool. You know. Wow. And so he just dropped a line of watches. I got to get on this, bro. You, you got always got day. something going, man. Yeah, man. You know, I do a little something. You know, right now, right now. Okay. I need some links. I need some information. That is amazing, man. Sire Collective, brother. Okay. Yeah, I ain't really hitting on, but yeah. So that's it. That's <laughs> what I'm doing right now. You know. Okay. You okay. know how we do. Socks, snocks. Socks, socks, snocks. Snocks, socks, snacks, snacks. And, and drinks. <laughs> so uh, you got any snacks today, bro? Man, have, I, was have, I was having. Let me show you the snacks I was having, man. This is not black owned. But again, if you find somebody who makes these and they are black owned, I will buy them. These are my harvest snacks. Bro, I tomato base was my favorite. Bro, my red lit look, that's the thing, right? Being a young black professional um from the hood, bro, like you couldn't have told me I would have ever even tasted it's not a hot fry. It's How not Cheetos. Bro, these is red lentil snack crisps. Mm-hmm. Um, t- with the tomato basil going, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, hey, you want you want to be high fries? Sprinkle some uh, cayenne pepper in the bag and shake it up. There you go. You'll you never go. go back to uh, another high fry. You, you go. You know, my weight loss journey, man. I had to figure out ways. That's dope. Man. I love. It. I'm over here looking. All I got is almonds, brother. That's all I got. Like I got some almonds. That's what I need. That's some uh, some carrot juice and some beet juice. Mixed in here together. Right? Oh, I like that, man. I'm drinking Look water. Last, n- last night I had a couple of beverages. I was so I saw your tweet. Can you talk about that tweet? <laughs> Did you tweet this morning about about drinking from home? Can you talk about I said, that? I said, you know, I'm doing a little list right now on my Twitter page, like kind of like what I've learned during quarantine. I don't know where I got this idea from, but um, I, like I, I, I learned the second thing that I've learned so far. I can't remember what the first one was. 
Oh, I know. The first one was that uh, I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. And that comes down <laughs> to this whole election. I can't take credit for that. That's Michael Scott from the office. So yeah. I learned I'm a little stitious. Um, but the second thing I've learned during quarantine is that drinking from home is dangerous because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you ain't got to go to the bar. You ain't got to ask the, the, the bartender, you know, for a drink. You ain't got to pay double for the, nope. for the extra shot. You buy the whole bottle. You bring Show the bottle them. home. You pour right what now. you want. You don't measure. I don't no, measure. I don't measure. You, know, you actually and, pour a little bit more because it's like, <laughs> and, no, no, and low so, boy. And, and so the real problem is after you do all that, mm-hmm. you sit down, mm-hmm. watch TV, mm-hmm. chill with Bay, talk to mm-hmm. her. Um, and then she asks you to get up and get her something. And that's when it hits you. And that moment, that's when you <laughs> learn you're drunk. <laughs> that moment is when you learn like whoa <laughs> i didn't even know i had yeah, no man. idea i was just chilling watching tv and i got up and she looked at me and said what is wrong with you <laughs> so yeah but like i said it's a little dangerous man but you know i ain't got to drive nowhere i ain't got to pay extra you know it was uh Cool, man. So good, that's good. what I'm well, snacking well, on. Bro. Glad you're hydrating, bro. Um, you know, glad I you need survived it. through the night. But that's real. That's real, man. Yeah, you, you can't drink your drive, you can drink your drive from the couch to the kitchen. There you go. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, as long as you, you know, do it responsibly. Do it responsibly. Right. Yeah. There you go. So thank yeah. you. Definitely thank you to our, our fans, man. You guys have been so patient asking us between episodes. When's the next episode coming? You know, where are the quarantine snacks? And so I want to make sure I ask Jay, where have you been? Why have you not done an episode of QSP uh, lately? Mm. Um, been, a little, been, been a little busy, man. Been a little busy. Um, you know, outside of the work that I do uh, on quarantine snacks podcast, you know, um, my nine to five is I'm a diversity and inclusion practitioner, um, as well as just a, a program manager um, for a very large company. And so right now, uh, with it being a political climate that we're in, um, just the, the divisiveness that has been going on, there's been a huge input and uptick in people asking how can I be an ally, but also looking for training to raise awareness and stuff like that. So um, been pulled in a lot of places and spaces. Um, and so with that, also understanding that I needed to maintain time for myself for self-care. We'll talk about that a little bit towards the end of the podcast too. Um, but I just needed to take it easy, man. Listen to myself, uh, spend time with the people that I love, um, you know, make sure I'm still being a good husband, a good partner, um, a good son, cousin, you know, all that stuff. And so I'm still trying to figure out ways to do that even better, but um, just recognizing that I need that balance. And if mm-hmm. I don't keep that balance, I can't do my job effectively. So um, just listening, just listening, kind of taking it easy. Um, I say that and I leaned in towards the things that I love to do on the creative side. So um, my balance was, you know, I started a new podcast with my mom. She's in she's in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, So also looking at ways to uh, continue to have the conversation that we would have. We would often kind of share similar to what we do. Um, mm-hmm. times where we needed to have hit the record button because somebody else needed this. So um, right. through my uh, company, Live Mighty, uh, we created the Mother to Son podcast. And I think we're on episode four now. Right. Um, I'm really just looking to have conversations from uh, mother to son, um, spe- especially as I've gotten older and my mom has gotten older. So it's gone from a, a motherhood parental relationship mm, to yeah. uh, I'm grown now. but I can still get, I still get bopped on the head, as she would say. But mm-hmm. even understand the <laughs> understanding of her her sacrifice and the things that she's right. done, has, has done and, 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 and continue to do, um, I have a deeper appreciation for it. And so we like to, you know, provide context from her perspective as a mother, from a son's perspective, and then we also touch on a couple of topics as well. So, uh, been doing that. Um, what else? Let's see. Outside consultations. Uh, so as I mentioned, you know, I do a lot of work around diversity, equity, and inclusion, but I also own a nonprofit, Self Narrate, that I co-founded with my really good friend, Brandon Tell. Uh, we're working on a few projects that we're doing around personal storytelling, um, understanding your why and, and purpose. And so we're doing that through the University of Florida. Um, okay. That'll be in the next couple of weeks. Uh, actually, next week. Um, and then oh. um, doing some other stuff, too, around some courageous conversations and community building for inclusion. So uh, busy, man. Busy mm-hmm. and working out, bro. I've been working out consistently, eating right. 
I'm my gaining man. muscle, losing fat. Boy, I love it, boy. I've never been a, a weight lifting liker ever. And now mm. I'm like, yo, when you start to see the results, you're like, oh, 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 oh yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> then your wife see the results, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm addicted now. So How can I support you? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm getting, you know, my goal is to, you know, I'll see the abs uh, one day. One day. One day. One day. You know, every day is a baby step towards seeing those abs that I know are there. My man, they—they um, already there. Yeah, they, they already are, there. They are. I just gotta get the. I gotta, you know, sculpt. Yeah, just sculpt. Just sculpt. You know, right now I have one ab, but huh. it's a sexy <laughs> ab. But okay, that's that's for another. That's for my man. That's for another <laughs> podcast. But anyway, go ahead, brother. How have you been, sir? You have some updates. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. Okay, I do. let's talk about a couple. Uh, uh no. Um, still have a job. Uh, uh, I'm a psychologist locally. Um, and and that has been, um, interesting. You know, definitely uh, the month of October was really interesting for me when it comes to work. You know, people people are just struggling, man. Yeah. And and that's the and my job is to help support people as they struggle, right? So, um, so that's been, I think, a little more emotionally and as a result, um, probably physically a little more taxing than, than normal. I mean, I guess that's to be expected, right? We're in the middle of a pandemic, many pandemics, as I would put it. Um, secondly, of course, uh, I've got some outside of the job stuff going on, right? So I gave a talk actually yesterday to the local sexual assault center on um, black men, masculinity, and kind of black uh, sexual assault in the black male population. So mm-hmm. that was a really dope talk, really enjoyed it and had a pretty nice turnout. Um, and so doing that, some other talks that I've done since the last time we met um, and, um, you know, working on some other projects, obviously I moved and, and stuff. Um, I actually have a family member who recently became um, a police officer. And so he and I have some really crucial conversations around ways in which mm-hmm. he can kind of impact um, kind of um, this this injustice that exists in the black community, how he can impact that from within, right? So mm-hmm. kind of putting his money where his mouth is, which I thought was really dope. Um, and then, you know, like early October, late September, um, had a little cough. <coughs> and that cough uh, kept going, kind of became a, a little low-key fever, a low-grade fever that turned into a high-grade fever. Mm-hmm. Some chills, um, you know, some labored breathing, and um, you know, eventually talked to baby. We went to the hospital, and I got that Rona, bro. I had that Rona October, I think second was when I was like starting to feel symptoms. I uh, went to the hospital, was there for a couple of days, uh, and after that, uh, you know, got home. Baby was taking care of me, definitely helped me out. You were in the hospital for a couple of days. <sighs> Yeah, man. Bro, you ain't tell me none of that. I ain't tell nobody, bro. <laughs> I didn't tell nobody. I was just, I was just putting my head down, trying to get through it. That's what it came down to. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, it makes sense. You just want to come on the other side. I understand. Yeah, that, man. man. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, it was real in these streets. It was real. And uh, I was only there for two days, you know. Uh, oxygen spiked, you know, went back, back up. And body, you know, did what it needed to do to recalibrate. And um, I then I think I stayed home about a week after that. Started working for two weeks from home after that, and I finally went back to the office last week. So um, October was a ride. Like pretty much the whole month was just coronavirus month. You know, like kind of pre symptoms, symptoms, hospital stay. Uh, you know, quarantine it here. And I did move. That that I think a week before that, a week before I was exposed, I moved. So. Man, I just, you know, um, personally, I think one of the reasons I got it is because I um, I really do think I was doing too much. I think, you know, I got a lot of stuff going on and I know how my body works. I don't get sick often, but um, when I do too much, my immune system weakens. And when my immune system is weaker, I get a cold. You know, I think I've had the flu like once in my life. So I'm a pretty healthy guy, um, but I know about once or twice a year I'll hit a wall. So to the point you made earlier, I'm really being intentional about what do I have to do um, 
and then like starting to add on to that as opposed to what am I doing and trying to subtract you know the, the adding style kind of works for me a little bit better um, and of course I've got some ventures that I'm interested in outside of my nine to five so you know man just you know, it was a little tough week and, and tough tough month I guess but uh you know I'm back at it I'm back on the ground I'm feeling like myself I'm almost sounding like myself so I'm excited to kind of be on the other side of that, but it was a beast. Don't let nobody else tell you it's not because, you know, the symptoms are different for different people, but my ride was a little little tough. Well, first off, I'm glad to hear that you're okay. Um, Like, I I, I noticed I hadn't heard from you you in like a week, and that was just out of the norm, so I was like, all right. And he's like, man, I've been been, fighting this thing for like a week. But by that time, you were probably already in and out of the hospital. <laughs> so, like, now I'm thinking, like, right now you're seeing live, you know, me visually being pissed off that my bro <laughs> did not tell me the severity in which he was, you know, overcoming yeah. um, in, in October. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah. I know, you know, you, you you do everything, like practice social distancing. You ain't been in these mm-hmm. streets. Exactly. You know? So, it, I, I'm glad you're able to for one i'm glad again that you're okay but also to be able to speak to the seriousness of you know even as someone who takes this seriously mm-hmm. and does everything you know as, as best as you can this thing is real like yeah. i don't know what happened in certain parts of america um uh, we just having pool parties all of a sudden and like Acting like this thing is gone because we're tired Crazy. of it. Crazy. Um, yep. so, not the case. Put your mask uh, on. Keep it on. Yeah. Like and even then, helps. stay away from folks, man. Yeah. yeah man. But I'm glad you're okay, bro. Uh, we're going to have another conversation about uh, the level of uh, hidden uh, uh, <laughs> adversity that you uh, did not tell me. About. Yeah. We, when we need to. That one, um, the talk I gave yesterday, I discussed masculinity and kind of the kind of the even obviously I struggle with some things around vulnerability, you know, like it doesn't feel good to tell people that you're struggling with something like that. So, um, and I'm a therapist, right? I, I help people do this all the time, right? Increase their vulnerability. Um, but it still sucks. And when you get in it, it's like, man, let me put my head down, you know? Um, yeah, man. It's, yeah. it's the same it's thing with the, with the leadership education, bro. I can coach mm-hmm. somebody and it's like, you can take your own advice. And so they're yeah. kind of, you got to stop, take a step back and, and, and self-assess and say, you know, am I giving, am I, am I listening to my own advice? Yeah. So, um, I get it. I get it, bro. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I'm pushing right now, because I understand <laughs> we, we're often the strong friends. Yeah. Uh, and yep. that also comes with some isolation. But uh, yep. so one brother to another, but we got, we got me. So, Man, I appreciate don't that. No, don't send me no, 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 no water down text about. I'm good. <laughs> Push it through. <laughs> Man, I'm good. I'm good at how you. I'm good at how you. Yeah, <laughs> deflect, deflect, deflect. Yeah, yeah I'm see, good yeah, at I, you. I know, I know, I know, I know very well. Yeah, yeah, so cool. Man. Yeah. Uh, man, so I also wanted to, um, you know, we already congratulated the king. You know, mm-hmm. LeBron James, congratulations. Yeah. LeBron James. Yeah. LeBron James. LeBron I think it's, this is his, is this his first, first or second? Third. Fourth. Third. Yeah. Four, four. And he's got some MVPs in there, some finals MVPs. All four. Every finals that he's Crazy. won, he's been the MVP of. Crazy. Uh, again, you know, LeBron's my guy. That's my favorite NBA player. Yeah, hey. Hey. And he did it. Bubble Brian, gonna call him Bubble Brian. Uh, now I gotta see if I can get those weedy, uh, weedies, uh, LeBron 18s. But man, I don't know if they ever gonna come out. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. I saw. The, I think the Lakers ones, the ones that's got the purple on the front yeah. with the white clear joint, they crazy. Yeah, they are. I just ain't ready to spend another two because I just oh. bought some other sneakers that's on the way, yeah. and those is oh. fire. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when I'm gonna break up out the closet. Because <laughs> I told her I was gonna resell the jokes and make a profit. I got them. Oh boy. Like, I can't sell them. No, don't. Don't. 
<laughs> she anyway. might not be in the room, but <laughs> she'll hit us eventually. She here, but she's gonna hit us eventually. But you know, Sorry. By, that time, by that time, I would have, you know, done my, you know, my due diligence to make sure she ain't too mad at me. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. It's got to be more outside consultations, you know. Man, I, call, you I call know, it preacting. Preacting. Forget reacting. The one's coming in. You don't mind if I get more shoes, bro. Exactly. Sneakers. Come on, guys. Exactly. All right. Anyway. Exactly. What you do, bro? So in addition, we talked about the other ch- major chip that was won, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. earned. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Joe Biden, Kamala mm-hmm. Harris. Yeah. Uh, so, so Jay, I wanted to give us a little bit on why in the world this took so long. Why? Yeah, so um, apparently, you know, those some that are in office or those who are unfamiliar with the 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 the, the voting process, mm-hmm. um, you know, every state is different, and they get to determine how or when they count ballots. And so many okay. states actually, especially mail-in ballots, right? So many states mm-hmm. allow you to go ahead and count the ballots as they come in before election day, and okay. they report it to the public during election day but there are many states that still have policy that says every vote must begin uh to be counted on election day so mm-hmm. what we're seeing now and part of the reason why you know stuff is too close to call and this that, and the third stuff right. is still coming in from precincts is because they had millions of ballots oh. that were sitting that were already there and they had to start counting on November 3rd. Wow. So some states were able to let you know right then, wham, here we go. This is how many we have. This in the third. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that I think is very important that I don't think people understand is the, the approach and how we were asking people to turn out. So um, even like mm-hmm. when we talked about LeBron, his big push right. was you know the voter campaign, voter registration, right. early voting, making sure you're checking in on all that stuff to make sure it, it, it's you know it's a line. Mm-hmm. Um, they even did things like you know made sure that they in certain states felons could vote if they paid fees, but the yes. fees were often elevated and very high, so they could never pay those fees off to exactly. vote. Um, right. He worked with a bunch of people and um, they together paid millions of dollars in those fees to allow felons the right to be able to vote again. Um, And so there were several things that were going on. And in Atlanta, stuff was going on all around. So many people. My uncle Mm. Thomas was working with Stacey Abrams, Barack Obama, everybody. They're like, push, go into the hood and explain why this matters and to vote Mm. early. Um, Mm -hmm. We know a Mm -hmm. lot of those who are heavily affected most by coronavirus, mm-hmm. um, you know, were a lot of, of people of color and often many were Democrats. Mm-hmm. So the approach was stay at home, mailing your ballots is the safest way to vote. Right. And so there were a higher number of Democratic ballots that were mail-in ballots. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of folks who have the ability to go yeah. and vote the day of they yeah. did vote. And it was a huge turnout for both sides. You know, this is the most turnout we've ever seen yeah. in an election, which is beautiful. That that mm-hmm. speaks to our democracy. Um, but we just now see, you know, that once votes were counted, now you're seeing a, a disproportionate uh, number of Democratic votes that mm-hmm. if someone is not understanding of policy um, and how that works per state. Mm-hmm. You can throw out comments or suggestions around fraud. Hmm when that may not necessarily be the case. It's, right. You know, I like to say don't count your chickens before they hatch. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, that, yeah. that's well, you're right. what happens. So um really excited to see more votes coming and being counted and showing up the way. Because I, I want every vote to be counted. Absolutely. That, that, that's democracy. So mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to see that. Um, I'm excited to see the people show up on both sides, on all sides, you know. So, mm-hmm. again, it's about the unity. I mean, I am excited and happy to see who won uh, oh, because yeah. that, that, I, I rock with it. Um, but I also don't want to shun anyone who did not who, who did, did not go into their in, in their favor because at right. the end of the day, we're all Americans. We're all human beings. And so we can have differences. But as long as we can form understanding. Um, I think that's key. But yeah, so that's the part with the mail-in ballot yeah. uh, thing that people weren't as familiar with. But they called it today. It is Saturday, uh, November the 7th. They yep. said that it is projected that 
President Biden, uh, well, Senator, President-elect Joe Biden and mm-hmm. Vice President-elect uh, Kamala Harris will be our new president and vice president for yeah. the United States of America. Absolutely dope, bro. And the other thing that uh, comes to mind is that we also um, have, as I mentioned earlier, um, have had some pretty um, amazing things happen in the black community as it pertains to um, not just you know showing up at the polls, but also who will actually be representing us. So I thought that was also the Kamala Harris. She's an alumnus um, of an HBCU. She came from Howard, I believe. Um, that's really dope. A member of AKA Sorority Incorporated, hey, kind of funny. First fan. That, uh, yeah, man, I hear you talking. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Stacey Abrams, we know that like her story, uh, I'll list some names and then I'll come back. Uh, but Stacey Abrams, we need to get really talk about the, the impact that she had on this election. Uh, Keisha Bottoms, we know she's been fighting in Atlanta. Um, again, black women voters, they, they, I mean, they hit the polls as we know. Uh, some of the ads that I've seen that involve black folks and getting to the polls have been out of this world. Um, and then, of course, the squad, which I mentioned earlier. Um, <clears throat> this matters because there are more people of color um, than ever in this particular Congress, in the 117th Congress. And I think that's just out of this world. Again, it's a reflection of um, our, our our power when we actually do use our voices. But back to Stacey Abrams, um, I think, again, this is why Black women matter, why, of course, as a result, they deserve better, like your shirt says. Um, but gosh, like, Stacey Abrams lost an election. I think she was running for governor, if I remember correctly. Um, and man, like, lost that election and decided to hit the ground running when it came to how to prepare um, people kind of all over the nation in a lot of ways. Uh, in order to v- some vote for the first time, um, some to be able to um, vote because they're because you know they might have been former felons or they might have been felons, um, but it's just out of this world to see that type of I think humility um, and strength as well. Again, it goes back to how important Black women have always been to this nation, um, and then ways in which um, that humility meets strength. I mean that is incomparable, man. Just out of this world. So really grateful for her hard work and, and the ways in which that's been translated into a victory um, for um, vice president and president-elect. Um, you know, I think it's just out of this world. It's so special. Um, the other side of that coin is, um, you know, I've been watching CNN. That's like my, you know, kind of my... Um, my drug of choice, I guess, right now. Um, and, and because I, I think I like CNN because they're, um, you know, they're reputable. I like, I just like the way they talk about what they do and they're very careful, right? They're not going to make a projection days before, hours before. Mm-hmm. And so I've been watching Van Jones on there and mm-hmm. want to read uh, some of what, what happened with him uh, because he was on, you know, as soon as he got the news about Joe Biden um, and uh, Kamala Harris, he, uh, you know, started sharing some of his own thoughts and ideas and uh, during that time, he started crying. So I'm sure there'll be a meme out pretty soon about him crying. There'll be a gif in no time uh, with Michael Jordan's head on top of Van Jones' body. Um, but what the man said uh, was, he said, it's easier this morning uh, to be a parent. Um, it's easier to be a dad. It's easier to tell your kids uh, character matters. It matters. And then he goes on to say, um, it's easier for a lot of people. If you're Muslim in this country, you don't have to worry that the president doesn't want to want you uh, doesn't want you here. If you're an immigrant, you don't have to worry that the president is going to be happy to have your baby snatched away or send dreamers back for no reason. This is vindication for a lot of people who have really suffered. You know, I can't breathe. That wasn't just George Floyd. There was a lot of people who felt that they couldn't breathe. Um, so just some really rich stuff um, from Van. And again, to see this black man, right, on this, you know, just seeing his face, I think yeah. is inspiring for a lot of young black folks, myself included. Um, and then for him to give those powerful words with those, I think, powerful tears to show kind of how important this is, uh, just blows my mind, bro. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's interesting too, man. I've also, you know, he said it, you know, a couple of hours ago, and then you already get the rebuttal of what he worked with the current administration and you know just in the third i'm like listen <laughs> he worked on prison reform you know and they got it passed and again it's sh- it, it, it's saying we can 
disagree and still reach out to one another in that decency that he's speaking of um uh, in showing character and morals and things like that and so right. um you know i just I'm, I'm again i'm just very intentional on where we go from here it's you know we've lived in a in a space of siloed spaces from whether it was COVID or you know political party or an ideology like we have so we've created so many silos and now it's about how do we build these bridges for for one another again where it's you know together we can do this we can have compromise we we don't have to throw such you know uglies at each other Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. thinking different i mean i know Mm -hmm. we're used to this algorithm having this thing that on social media everybody thinks like this but that's just not true yeah. Or blocking somebody who doesn't think like you. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, you know, what is the good? Like, how how do you want to be remembered? That's my main thing. It's like, mm. you know, so and I just hope that everyone else continues to do that right now. Um, so glad mm. to hear him speak like that. And to hear more people speaking around unity, around coming together. Um, yeah. And we're, we're going we, to, we, we keep pushing. We keep pushing. That's just what we do as a people. Um, we keep hope. And we take those steps, you know, make today better than yesterday. And if we keep doing that, then every day will be better than yesterday. And so, man, that's um, amazing. I'm, I'm excited for it, brother. It's amazing. Um, you make me think about uh, kind of like you said, we can make out tomorrow's better um, if we keep having these conversations um, and keeping an open mind. Um, and I, I like how you know, Van juxtaposed. Um, of kind of what is said and the tone was the word he used, like the tone of the president around racism and injustice, how that will change, right? With Joe Biden's tone will be different, but that is not devoid of action, right? We got to see some things change, see some things happen, which is why I think it's important for folks to continue uh, to protest if that's how you feel that you need to express. We got to continue to, to make sure we keep saying Breonna Taylor's name, um, that Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, these names that are really important, um, and the list goes on, of course, um, that we continue to, uh, we don't expect Joe Biden to be our savior. We just think that he won't hold us back as much. I I liken uh, the election to at least the feeling that I get to like breaking up with a real toxic ex. Like, you know, it's, it's like, you know, it ain't like I, I got a new you know partner. It ain't like I got something awesome that's on the way, but the feeling that's left is like, well, at least I ain't got her no more. You know what I'm saying? At least I ain't got to deal with that no more. That's what it feels like. Like, I ain't got to deal with Trump no more. You know? I ain't got no answers, but ain't. <laughs> I can breathe ain't. a little better. Today. I can breathe a little bit. And I'm not, again, we're not expecting, you know, I, I think we're not expecting Joe Biden to save us. Um, but you also mentioned, like, kind of what's, what's next. And, and I think that's it's good at least in the state of Georgia, for folks to think about, well, what, what do we do next? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I say, like, Georgia's on my mind because I'm not living there anymore. But uh, Georgia, you know, they might actually decide who has control over the Senate. Um, there are two races uh, that will be happening in January, uh, two runoff elections, uh, Raphael, Raphael Warnock and Kelly LaFleur. Uh, that's one race. Uh, Raphael Warnock is the Democrat. Kelly LaFleur is the Republican. And then John Ossoff, Osif and David Perdue, uh, Democrat and Republican, respectively. And those races are really important because those two seats might move the Senate to being Democrat or Republican. So it's really important that folks, I know you're tired, I know you're tired, um, but we need you to go back to those polls. And then we need you to go back again for your school district, we need to go back again um, for chief of police or whatever y'all are voting for in these different districts. And then in two years, we got to go back again because some of these seats in Senate and House, I think the Senate and the House will be up for grabs again. So um, keep going. Mm-hmm. It works. Obviously, it works, right? Yeah. Continue able to do something to, epic. Continue to have your voice heard through your vote. Um, and these runoff elections, I mean, every election matters. And I think that that's the good thing that I'm seeing here is we are more informed on not just the presidential election, but also mm-hmm. um, how local politics plays a huge part. Um, and also, too, the expectation of a leader to lead us to the promised land, I think, has mm. been dispelled given um, this year. 2020 has been a, a great year for us to understand that movements are from and through people, not through mm. one individual. 
Mm. So even with, you know, the, 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 the president elect and vice president elect, there's still a level of accountability that we have to uphold them to. Um, And there's also a level of accountability for ourselves in our circles of influence in our communities where we have to say, what have we done to make our community better? And Mm. then you leverage that power and it continues to grow, you know? And so um, I think we're seeing more and we have to just continue that dialogue and those conversations that keep people understanding that we all have a part to play in this. We all have a part to play in this. True. That's real, man. What about this uh, self-care? You and I were talking about this earlier, man. Like, um, I guess the good question to start with is kind of um, why might people need self-care right now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, there's so many different things that are going on. You have, you know, the fact that we're all siloed. We're, we're dealing with COVID restrictions. Uh, we're physically distant, but that's also mm-hmm. made a lot of us emotionally distant Facts. Um, from Facts. each other. Bro, it's just crazy, man. And then you think about the fact that, you know, everyone feels like they're not doing enough. But then mm. on top of that, everybody's at home watching the news and dealing with post-election exhaustion. You know, it's yeah. just like, now we're seeing like, oh my God, you know, I want to know November 3rd. Now it's November the 7th. You know, it's, I'm yep. just now hearing it, but we're still not having so, you know, the other person concede and yeah. like, it's just a long drawn out mess where you can just mm-hmm. feel that anxiety, you know, and I've yeah. seen that in other places too. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have a lot just going on right now. And I think we have to acknowledge how we're feeling and it's not the norm. It's not something that is a normal environment or circumstance for several different reasons, you know? Absolutely, man. That's, I think so well said. Um, you know, the, the image I get, which, you know, sometimes I'll say like my metaphors are off and I'll just tell my patients, look, today is just a bad day when it comes to metaphors. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, like I'm thinking about like a dam, you know, and like how there's like, this, this structure that's there and there's water that comes and continues to come and continues to come. So there's much, much more pressure on that dam. Mm. And if one day, right, there's, we, we open a gate, right, all the water flushes through, the amount of pressure and stress on the dam relieves, but you might have cracks in the dam, you might have holes in the dam, um, you know, you might have parts of the structure that are falling apart, right, uh, because of the duress from the water building up on one side. And to me, that's kind of how I'm, I'm left feeling after this election. Like there's so yeah. much energy that has been like kind of brewing and broiling up. And, and Trump, at least through my experience within the last four years, he elicits that from us. Like yeah. he kind of pulls from us that- He, he ran on that. Exactly. Yeah. Like either, either the, the desire to be really powerful or the feeling that you are very like that you're not powerful, so you're fighting to become powerful. Or Either way, take that power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So oh, it, it really man. pulls a lot from you, at least a lot from me. And in doing so, knowing that he won't be um, the president of this nation um, for the next four years really makes me feel like, uh, like I said, it's like after after years of being with somebody that ain't good for you, you afterwards you're like, bro, like. I'm tired. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. I just don't talk to me. Don't don't call me. Don't look yeah. at me. Don't. I mean, I I'm just tired, bro. And like you said, like there's, and that's not the only thing that's going on. No, bro, if that was it. <laughs> and and like now, it's cold, and we don't even talk about like how the environment and the weather and the lack of as much sun and daylight saving time. That also has an effect, right? Because I know right. we were talking about it earlier. What is that? What is that called? It's got like a certain term. Yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't know what it was called, but I know everybody yeah. feels it. Like you talk about mm-hmm. in Portland, it's always gray and cold. Yeah. And like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The percentage of, of people with depression and stuff. Like they say it's environmentally mm-hmm. focused. So yes. tell me about that. Because there are some times when it got cold here in Texas, I was like, yo, I am sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts, bro. Facts. So um, you know, it is, so the term we're talking about is seasonal affective disorder, right? And, um, you know, depending on what di- which diagnostic manual you might use, you know, some folks kind of believe it's real and some research shows that it might be the same thing or maybe a little different than kind of your um, other types of depression. But um, what, what SAD is, which is interesting that the acronym seasonal affective disorder spells SAD, um, but what, what it is, is this, this reaction to changes in the environment that actually um, play a role in your mood, right? Your experience 
again, the word affect, so seasonal affective disorder, the word affect has to deal with kind of what emotions look like on your face, what they look like in your body, like kind of the yeah. physical manifestation yeah. of emotions, right? Um, and, and we see this, right? We see it all the time. Um, when it comes to like, you know, looking at your own, like you said, your shoulders, right? I know when my shoulders are doing this, I'm, I'm tense and I'm tight, and, mm-hmm. you know, or it's weird for me, my ears get hot when I'm angry. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's like another physical manifestation. But mm-hmm. but sad can really look like depression when the sun's gone, I think is a simple way to kind of put it. And so uh, Nashville, for example, I've only been here for a year. And this is a weird place where like at least this year, the weather's been up and down and up and down. So so it's 75 some mornings and 33 some nights. And it's kind of like so the sun's out. Well, then with daylight savings time ending. Um, then the sun's down by four thirty, five o'clock, right? And like you said, it's cold at night, and mm-hmm. it's this. So, so in some ways, your body's trying to figure out what is going on. And I don't know if there's much research on the impact of global warming on the body and on the mood. But I imagine some of these environmental changes, our bodies are trying to figure out what what's up, what's happening. And mm-hmm. I think there will be some genetic, you know, some epigenetic changes. Um, uh, over time when it comes to how our bodies respond to the environment as the environment changes. Um, but the sun is extremely important, right? We know it's important for our immune system. It's important for our mood. Um, and so one of the things you mentioned, I looked up on Amazon recently, they have um, like these little iPads and then kind of these like ring-like looking things. Um, and what these little iPads and little ring-like things do is they they emit a really strong, like a UV light. And it just kind of gives you like a really bright flash of light. And uh, when I was at the University of Washington, I don't know if this was ever confirmed, but I, I heard a rumor that there were some some cool devices, like these rooms you can go into and get like flash with the light. Um, and it's supposed to help with your mood. So I don't know if that room actually exists. I never saw it myself. I thought it was the coolest idea. But I do know Amazon sells these little kind of portable versions where you can push a button and then as if the sun were hitting you, um, wow. kind of emit a light. And, and again, so it lets you know that we, we're well aware, right, that the yeah, seasons yeah. do impact our mood. The mm-hmm. question becomes, like, how do you intervene? Because I can't go outside and turn the sun up, um, <laughs> uh, you know, turn the rain down, I think. Yeah. And so I think uh, one of the ways in which I help treat seasonal affective disorder is um, finding ways to, one, like, address our... Um, biases that discomfort, pain, depression, suffering shouldn't exist. Mm. Um, that those mm. things are pointless because they're painful. Um, like that's not necessarily true. There's a lot of richness in mm. the things that are uncomfortable. And then secondly, of course, finding ways to help treat some of those you know, disorders or concerns like SAD. Um, doing so, you know, with things like self-care, things that may be really important like that. Mindfulness is another way we might approach this. Um, and of course, some, some professional help, like a psychologist, social support can be really helpful during this time. Um, and again, you gotta get, gotta get creative with social support, um, especially nowadays. But um, there's also that line where, you know, it, it may be helpful for folks to understand, like, when do I need to talk to my doctor about this? And one thing that's been changing in the medical field is how we use our primary care doctor as it pertains to mental health. Um, mm-hmm. In other words, uh, one, some systems allow primary care doctors to prescribe some antidepressants, like kind of the, the really common ones, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool, right? Because then you don't have to go get a specialist like a psychiatrist and wait even longer to see somebody for your meds. Mm-hmm. Um but then secondly, the understandings that primary care doctors or the, the kind of their understanding of mental health, I know, has changed um, about its imperative, as well as um, kind of the luxury, if you will, or maybe a better word is um, the kind of accessibility that folks have to mental health help. By the same way you go into a primary care doctor and say, hey, there's just not on my back. What is that? You can also say, hey, I've been feeling a little weird. What is that? Yeah, yeah. And then they can do some screeners sometimes and, and find out if you need even more help. So, um, you know, being around people who kind of know your baseline can be helpful because they can give you feedback. But if you don't have that luxury, like you and I talked before about, you know, quarantining alone, 
Sure, sure. Yeah. So if you are a, a person who might be quarantined alone, um, try to pay attention. This is why mindfulness can be helpful. Just try to pay attention to, am I feeling like myself? Am I, am I enjoying things that I normally like or not? You know, is my motivation a little lower than usual? Um, and if that's happening more than half the time, you know, if, is, is my, is my uh, diet any different, right? Am I eating a whole lot more, eating a lot less? If you see those types of things start to change, bring it up to your doctor. Just bring it up and say, hey, this is what's happening yeah. with me. And, and you might be able to get some help. Man, I think that's so spot on, bro, and, and needed to, to be heard right now. Uh, because a lot of us are, are high-functioning people that are dealing with depression that may not know. They can show up in different ways. So yeah. um, to the outside world, it's like, oh, man, that person is killing it. And you don't even know inside something is killing them. You know, like mm. emotions, thoughts, mm. and, and feelings. Um, that's so, so needed to, to hear, um, you know, you say that. And also, too, you know, I, I, one of the questions that I had, too, and I'd love to pick your brain about it, too, is like if you identify, you know, you said, you know, have that circle of friends, that circle of influence who can provide that feedback. Um, what are some ways, because uh, I think a lot of folks may identify that something may be different, but they don't know how yeah. to say it to that person without offending that person. Yeah. Um, what Do you have any advice on how they can, you know, if there are certain ways to phrase things or, mm -hmm. or something to say, you know, mm -hmm. I, I noticed this and I care about you, so I have to tell you in a way. I don't know what yeah. that looks like, and, and I think mm -hmm. our, our listeners will probably get something from that if you could kind of. Yeah, it's a it's a really great question, Jay. Um, I think um, what comes to mind for me more than an instruction, right? Kind of what to say, and I think we could probably put something like that together in the future. Um, I think it's more of a uh, principle, mm -hmm. and I think the the principle here might be when you can't say the thing, or when you can't talk about the thing, talk about talking about the thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so what that might look like is, you know, I notice, okay, Jay is feeling down lately. He's not really eating. He's kind of detached. Um, I might want to start the conversation with, um, hey, man, I noticed that you're, you know, well, first off, let me pull you to the side by yourself, right? I don't want to talk okay. to you in front of the whole group. I right, kind of right. try to decrease your defenses. Um, might check in with you. Hey, how you doing? You know, kind of just start there with a basic, you know, check in. Um, and, and again, what that might communicate is just a reminder, like, I do care about you as a human. I do care. Um, and then the, the other principle is, um, like I said, is, is to ask the person, well, hey, like, there's this thing I want to talk to you about. Um, and I know we usually joke around and whatever, you know, but um, it's really important. And, and my fear is that if I tell this thing to you or if I ask you about this, um, that it might not sit right, you know, it, it may not go well. Or that you might have a reaction that I'm not intending because my intention is only to express that I really care about you. Um, mm -hmm. When you share your intention and you're able to talk about your fears related to that, I think that that vulnerability starts. I think that vulnerability, much like anxiety or depression, can be contagious. Um, mm -hmm. It might might open the other person up just a teeny bit enough to say, "Okay, like I, I'm I'm not going to be defensive for the next ten seconds. I'm listening." Yeah. Right. And that yeah. might be enough time so for you good. to say, yeah. Hey, homie, I noticed you're not feeling so well. Yeah. I know this is what I noticed. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because I, if one of the things that I, I get asked a lot in diversity and inclusion is, is around those, I guess, courageous conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's something I always, you know, mention too. Now, you, you, you touched on it too uh, impact versus intent. You lead with the conversation around the intent. Like, I want to have this conversation and you explain the why. And then if the impact is different, they understand that mm -hmm. it's from a good and a healthy space where you're not trying to hurt or harm, but right. you're, you're looking after their well-being. And that mm -hmm. trust there is what allows those conversations to be had. Yep. Man, that's so good. Man, I, I appreciate you sharing that because I think that, you know, a lot of people are fearful to, to, to share those ideas um, and, and they might identify some things and uh, maybe feel spaces of regret that maybe they wish yep. they had said some things. So given that thing reassures a lot of folks in understanding exactly where, um, yeah, how they can help and how they can show up for one another. So thank you for that, bro. Yeah, absolutely, bro. I think um, we're right about at the hour, man. And I, yeah. think, I think we covered a couple things. We did all right, man. We did all right. I like it. We did all right. Yeah. This is, it, it, it doesn't feel like we took a, a month and some change off. It's like we're right <laughs> back in that thing, brother. Uh, we actually sound rested and, and, uh, and, 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 and here in present. So, um, I'm glad to be able to do this with you, man, whenever we have the opportunity. You know, we're going to try and keep them at an hour. 
um, so that we can provide more content where it's not a two-hour pod. Yeah. Um, but maybe two one-hour pods. But thank you all for continuing yeah. to listen and to tune in. We're getting, you know, our, we're seeing our numbers grow um, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on Facebook, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, continue to like and share and subscribe. That just helps us grow. Um, if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you can rate us and leave a review, that helps yep. us to be uh, discoverable. So if you're getting something from this, please tell someone else about it. Um, and let's continue to grow. If you know a Black-owned business um, that, or, or a business that has a focus on creating equity in the Black community, let mm-hmm. us know too, because we're trying to continue to support companies that are pouring back into our communities. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, man, continue to like, share, subscribe. Uh, we're everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Man. YouTube, IG Live. Gosh. Like everywhere. Everywhere. On a kite and just put in there. Like we're everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, man. And shout out, man. We might have some merch and some other things coming soon. We've been talking about yeah. Patreons and how we do it. You look at this, man. I don't know if those who are listening, you know his voice sound extra crispy. He's investing <laughs> in, in his podcast studio, man. Yeah, yeah man. Got the lighting for those who are on YouTube. We're doing some things. I got lights in the background. We try, yeah, it's, we're trying it's funky. To, hey, we, try, yeah. we are trying to give you the best content we can give you. Absolutely. So please re- re- just return the favor and just sharing. And, and giving this to somebody who, who might be able to, to, to get something from it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jay. I want to remind folks you can find us on what Facebook at Quarantine Snacks Podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter the same. You can find us on IG the same. Um, you can find us. Where else can you find us? Um, you outside. YouTube, Quarantine Snacks Podcast as well. Outside, uh, six feet away. Though. <laughs> Facts. With a mask on. <laughs> and the only exception, of course, is Twitter. You can find us at the QSP. That's T-H-E-Q-S-P. Uh, this is Dr. Sox. This is Dr. J. Uh, until next time. Hey. Peace.